from points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 220 for the week of November 14th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by James Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and joined by our Disney Night team, Nancy Johnson and Michael Bowling. And in this segment, Nancy takes a look at healthier dining choices at Downtown Disney. Nancy? Well, hello everyone. Hey, look there. <laughs> so, we've, so we've covered Disneyland, we've covered California Adventure. In more detail than you ever wanted. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we... actually, it's been kind of good because yeah. you know it it gives us a chance really to sit down and look at what's on all these menus. I mean, who has the time to do that? Right, exactly. So I mean, now y'all can just listen about what's on all these menus in your car. <laughs> now, um, one of the interesting things about downtown Disney is you get. A lot of restaurants that do some seasonal changing in their menu. Mm-hmm. So some of the things I've talked about on this one might be a little different um, than the choices you would encounter. But, I mean, most of them say on don't. today's visit. Most of them don't. I think there's only one or two that do seasonal changes, right? Well, no. Um, Catal. Catal, well, yeah. Obviously, Catal does seasonal changes. Catal and maybe and maybe Jazz Kitchen. Actually, um, there's some seasonal changes too at Naples. Oh, really? Okay. And also at Tortilla Joe's. Okay. you got to remember that they're Joaquin's Blachal restaurants. So um, because of that, he is very into local ingredients and seasonal ingredients as well. But, so. but those not as much as, they, as, the, as the menu changes at Catal or, or Jazz Kitchen. Well, I... I would say that there's definitely seasonal specialties. Okay. Okay. Certainly there are not as many changes as, say, the Napa Rose, right. which has weekly menu change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not that level of change. Yeah. But there are seasonal menus, there are holiday menus, there's all kinds of things to take into effect when you're um, planning. So, so with where that... Gonna, where are we going to start? You know, I was thinking we'd start at World of Disney and go down towards the Disneyland Hotel. Okay, cool. So I'd, I, I, or I should say, I'd say let's leave Le- the parks. I was going to say La Brea Bay Creeks before World of Disney. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what, a good one. Now, one of the other things to think about, too, when you're talking downtown Disney, is that you've got multiple meal choices. You know, when you're in the parks, there's only like two or three places that will serve you a breakfast as well as a lunch slash dinner. Um, with the downtown Disney restaurants, you actually have a little, a little more expansion as far as that goes. So, keeping that in mind, let's go to our first location, which would indeed be La Brea Bakery and the La Brea Express. Lots of carbs. Yes, lots of carbs, but also lots of choices that are not um, are Not, not on carbs. the Express side, though, right? Or... Um, I, I get a I get a yogurt parfait there oh, for there breakfast. I really like it. it. Has fruit and nuts in it, fruits and granola, I should say. Yep, Fruit. and they make all their own granola house made, but you know some people argue that well, granola is a carb. One of the things you have to remember about La Brea Bakery is you have to see where your calories are coming from. Are they coming from carb? Are they coming from fat, as in oils, cheeses, things like that? So with a little requesting, you could taper a lot of these items um, to fit what you need out of your dietary restriction. And I actually found some of La Brea's menu to be actually fairly good. So let's start off... One of the great tips that um, our listener Nicole Blake sent in is to consider breakfast to be a heavier and sturdier meal. The more you protein up in the morning, the less 
empty you'll feel as your day goes on. So that's something to consider. Now, La Brea Bakery, of course, they have tons and tons of great pastries in their grab-and-go. But like Michael just said, they offer things like fruit and, like, you know, fruit and yogurt parfaits, um, granola, and also one of the things I found was really nice, and they actually list this as an appetizer on their menu, is they have a smoked salmon platter. Hmm. That is, if you want a light, if you are into smoked salmon, and you want a light meal, you can really control how you eat that because everything's on a platter. Your bagel's on the platter. Your cream cheese is there. You assemble it yourself. So you get your cucumbers, tomatoes, onion, uh, caper berries, and you can kind of portion that just like you would by ordering dressing on the side of a salad. So that's something to think about. How is your food actually being served to you? Now, because this is a bakery, the first big thing I want to say is croissants have lots and lots and lots of butter in them. Yum. That's how they're made. They are made by layering dough and butter. <laughs> oh, they're great and with the, jam. <laughs> they are. They are. And one of the other things that um, La Brea does is it seems like they they tend to use... Um, they tend to use mostly Gruyere cheese. And Gruyere, as um, some of you may know, is a Swiss cheese. And it's, you know, a holy cheese. The cool things about Gruyere is they're high in vitamin A. They are high in protein and very high in calcium because they are a full-fat cheese. Now... And they have very, very low carbs, once again, because they're full-fat cheese. But the con to all of that is they're about 30% saturated fat of your daily requirement of saturated fat. So, like I said, you need to decide where you want your calorie allotment to go. Most of their breakfast items are unfortunately either um, bread-based or... Um, traditional breakfast based. They do serve omelets and they do have a vegetable omelet as well as a sausage omelet as well as a quiche Lorraine. Quiche Lorraine, if you're on a diet, probably um, quiche should be a good thing to avoid. There's lots of cheese in it. While there is meat and egg, there's usually a little bit of cream in it as well to keep that fluffy texture. So maybe not exactly the best choice. You'd almost be better off going with an omelet, asking them to leave the sausage off or on the side so that you can control your portion of it. They even offer you a choice in their um, in their classic breakfast platter of either having applewood smoked bacon or an apple cinnamon sausage, which I imagine is chicken even though it's not... Um, really distinguished as to what it is. Once again, keep it in moderation. They do roast their country potatoes, so they're baked in the oven. So there's a little bit less fat to those. And they do give give you with almost all their breakfast org, um, their breakfast entrees, they do give you um, organic greens. So something to consider. You're getting at least a little bit of nutrition and vitamin from other from other options. Some other things to avoid on their menu, uh, their croque madame, which is a grilled ham and cheese. It's kind of a little bit like the Disneyland favorite, the... Um, Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo, thank you. Mm, <laughs> that's good with Cham also. It's the same flavor profile but without the without the deep frying. Well, except for it it's served with a fried egg on the top. Ooh. Uh the croque madame actually is the ham and cheese sandwich and it's got a fried egg on the top. So depending on how you like it or not. Eh, okay. 
the classic platter, at least you get your choice of any style of egg. So that's a little bit better. So those are kind of things you want to look for in your breakfast items. Now, it could be argued that one of your best choices, if you have to go with a bready thing, um, they actually have sourdough fruit pancakes. And a sourdough pancake dough is pretty, pretty basic. It's not heavy on oils or butters. And so you can kind of control that with your, control your syrup and your butter on top. And they do serve with bananas and strawberries. That's kind of a nice, a nice thing. They also offer a vegetable panini and oddly enough, a Caesar salad on the breakfast menu. Very unusual as far as that goes. Moving on, though, for lunch and stuff, you can get a lot of the same choices, but they have a wider selection of salads. I would generally avoid a Caesar if I had my choices. They do a twist on their Asian salad, which I think is kind of neat. They have roasted corn in it, and they do a the toasted sesame um, seed dressing, red bell peppers, mandarin wedges, wontons, which of course can be picked off like croutons, shredded carrots, napa cabbage, romaine lettuce, and you can get it with either chicken or salmon. Salmon's a nice option for that, I think. The flavor profile is all right there. The other nice thing is their Greek salad and their niçoise salad. We talked about niçoise and, um, in the California Adventure meals, um, the Niswa is tuna, so you've got your protein. And yes, it's an extra virgin olive oil, which can be a little, a little heavy, but they have it served with a lemon vinaigrette dressing instead of a heavier dressing. So that's actually not too bad, especially if you get it on the side. Same with the Greek salad. There's no real protein in that except for uh, feta cheese. So you're definitely going to want to get your oregano vinaigrette on the side. They extend their sandwich offerings uh, for lunch and for dinner. And you've got a wide range of things from burgers to chicken salad sandwiches. Different things to uh, kind of sort through. Mozzarella sandwiches. You know, decide where you want to spend your protein and your fat calories and then go from there. One of the things I thought sounded really good, and you could always ask for the spicy mayo on the side, is their chicken sandwich. It's a grilled chicken breast, cilantro leaves, extra virgin olive oil, garlic, avocado, spicy mayo, and watercress on organic wheat, which sounds good. And they also have a uh, grilled chicken um, served with crushed European potatoes. Maybe possibly Dauphinois potatoes that are smashed and sauteed mixed vegetables. That's another good choice. Um, I don't know if I would choose their Italian items because they do have a, so- a spicy Italian sausage. Usually those are heavier sausages and not like a chicken sausage. So you definitely want to ask beforehand. And you can actually get their breakfast for dinner as well, interestingly enough. So a lot of their breakfast um, items are all during the day. They also have a seared salmon. Not a bad thing. So you definitely want to pick and choose. Look and, and see what you're being offered. Um, sandwiches, you know, if you want, if you're doing the... If you're doing the diets where you're avoiding carbs, you definitely want to stay stay away from that. They do offer grilled asparagus and sautéed spinach as side dishes, at least uh, on the menu that I saw last. So there you go. So it's a quick a quick shot at La Brea Bakery. Like like I said, they do have some of these items on their express menu as well as their sit-down menu. I've actually never done the sit-down, so I can't tell you whether or not you can get out incredibly fast or not. But, um, you know, certainly it's worth a a try. Oh, and looking at the Express really quick, they do have a few more extra things. They have a couple sandwiches. Look and see what they offer because 
I'm willing to bet that some of their sandwiches that are done on croissants, you could go for that option on a different type of bread. Lord only knows it's a bread restaurant. So they offer multiple different types, rosemary breads, um, panini roll, hard-crusted panini rolls, um, just tons of different choices. So I think, you know, if you work with your server, you could really get a good option. So that covers La Brea Bakery. So okay. what's what's next so, after La Brea? Well, there aren't a whole lot of food places as far as little booths go. But your next big restaurant you're going to hit is Naples. Naples Ristorante e Pizzeria. And, there's, and they also have a little um, sort of express type place called Napoli, Napolini mm-hmm. right next door. With all Italian, a Mediterranean diet certainly is one that um, adapts itself better to um, dieting. You have to be careful of too much pasta or um, too much, or you know, too much oil. But they have so lots of. Those, they have lots of. Don't they have like a baked chicken or something? Right. So you, like I said, you want to balance yourself. Um, they actually have a lot of things. I mean, you can look at entrees like their aquapaza, which is a poached striped basque. It's got clams, capers, olives, tomatoes, garlic. That's an awesome I- item as far as protein, mm-hmm. as well as all kinds of nutrients. Um, their calamaretti. Uh, Pasta rings, gulf shrimp, mussels, clams, calamari, light tomato broth. You want to stay away from heavy sauces and heavy cream-based sauces like Alfredo's and cheese-based sauces. Um, the pizzas, you can actually find a couple of the pizzas that they have that are light on the sauce. You want to stay away from a white pizza because that's mostly cheese, although having the cheese with the cantaloupe on it is Sounds really pretty good. Um, their pepperoni pizza, I personally really like, but pepperoni is probably an item to avoid as well as sausage, a standard Italian sausage. But there's a lot you can do. Like I said, stay away from white sauces. They have a lot of things that have bechamel sauce in it. Um, their cantel, um, their lasagna, things like that. They do, however, have a series of oven-roasted sandwiches, which sound pretty decent as far as that goes. Chicken breast with tomato and fontina cheese. Fontina is a little bit lighter than, say, a heavy mozzarella. Um, I would go with, you know, veggies on your pizza. Their special pizza, green peppers, mushrooms, you know, stuff like that. Maybe cut back on the sausage or pepperoni, have them remove that, or put, like, roasted chicken on it. They do offer a special pizza with roasted chicken. Prawn ravioli. Okay. That sounds really good. I must admit, I probably, like, go a little nuts on that. But they even have fish, seared with spinach, lemon, and extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Salmon, roasted tomatoes, rapini, which anybody, okay, who knows what a rapini is? No. Rapini is like those little teeny skinny long with like little broccoli ends. Hmm, okay. Never seen those? Mm-mm. They're, sometimes they're called broccoli rob or broccoli oh, okay. Um But Bro- they're... Broccolini. Yeah, broccolinis. They're little, they're long and skinny. Really good for you. Really good for you. So, you know, certainly make your choices based on those. Um, now, desserts. Yeah. Skip dessert. Well, you know, they have a lot of things which are heavy on cream, like tiramisu, um, uh, Tortino di Chocolato, which is a chocolate mousse cake with vanilla sauce. They have gelatos, which actually I would go with the gelatos. The reason being is gelatos are a lot healthier than standard American ice cream. And it's typically and a smaller serving, too. 
right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And the um they even have like an ice cream soda with uh vanilla bean gelato, San Pellegrino, you know, the fizzy San Pellegrino water, raspberry orange syrup and whipped cream. Yeah, leave the whipped cream off. And that would be kind of a nice little treat. But you can also get strawberry, mango, uh, mixed berry, and lemon in the sorbet, in the sorbetti, which is, you know, sorbet. So sorbets certainly are, are a lighter thing as far as fat content goes. Just keep it simple. The truer and the more simple the food is, probably the better off it is for you. We talked a lot about pasta when we on our on our DCA version of this series when we were talking about uh, wine country trattoria. Yeah. So go back and listen to that if you want to know about more about making choices with with in an Italian type place. So. Yeah. Uh, the only exception to that is if if you're a runner and you're going to do a marathon, yeah. carb up. <laughs> All right. So what's next? Okay, coming down the line. Now across from Napolini we've got um we've got Jamba Juice. I can't say enough good things about Jamba Juice except <laughs> for watch out for their sherbet versus um yogurt okay. and stuff in their smoothie. You wanna make sure you wanna stay away from like ice cream based smoothies or um sherbet versus uh sorbet type bases in your smoothies. Um, sherbet has uh, has actual milk in it, whereas sorbets right. do not. Right. I would just go for I would just tell them leave that part out. If they have a yogurt, great, go for the yogurt in it. But you know, you guys all have jamba juices all around the country. Yeah. So you know what's good there. Yeah. Try the wheatgrass. Wheatgrass really isn't bad and it's really super good for you. I actually like the green juices. Now, also in this little block, we've got Marceline's candy, and and the and the double double death of Hagen Dazs and Wetzel's pretzels. Yep, right across the <laughs> way from each other. Wetzel, you know, once again, things you guys have in your neighborhood. Yeah, sorbets are better than ice cream sometimes, um, but you know what? Everything in moderation. Share a pretzel. I would not go for the hot dog sausage wrapped in pretzel. Oh. That that would just be not good. <laughs> and it would bloat out everything you've tried to do. <laughs> so, now, our next thing down the line is um, right smack in the middle of the Uva Bar and its um, parent restaurant, Catal. Now, Catal, I think, is as we've talked about on the show before, and I think Tony's done a review on it, Catal is awesome. They have fabulous breakfast. And I would definitely, if you had a breakfast choice, I would definitely go with Catal. Um, they I have, mean, I, I put it up there almost with Steakhouse 55. And they're reasonable. I mean... Yeah, it's in the same range. Exactly. Like, the... Um, like the current menu I'm looking at, wild mushroom omelet with caramelized onions, Virginia ham and cheese omelets, but you could always ask for the cheese off, spinach and fresh tomato omelets. Mm-hmm. So they've got a really wide range. Now, one of the things I love when they have it on their menu is their chilaquiles. They're not the world's greatest for you because a chilaquile is... Take tortillas and tortilla chips and basically pour salsa on them and let them be, let the salsa be absorbed into them so they're slightly soft. And then crack a couple fried eggs on top of them. Or even actually, the way the guy at work makes them is they're not heavily fried, they're more, um, like sunny side up. So if you don't like a sunny side up, make sure you tell them to cook them harder. But that's a really tasty breakfast. But we're talking healthier, so you're getting sidetracked. Come on. I know. I got (laughs) sidetracked. But if you want something like that, once again, you can indulge a little more at breakfast to have a heavier thing to make you less hungry. 
Right. And you've got the protein in there. But they're fruit parfait with granola. They've got oatmeal, which is really actually very good. They're brioche French toast. Brioche is a lighter bread. It's not one of the quote-unquote healthier breads. It's not like all seeds and nuts and everything. But their pancakes come with berries. So just a little thing to to think about as far as breakfast goes there. It's very tasty and it's very cheap. And dinner? Dinner. There's menu changes extremely seasonally. Um, They have lots of great seasonal specials. You want to look for things with seasonal ingredients, and that will often give you the best um, the best um, mix of things. Their appetite now Catal is a Mediter- is mostly Mediterranean, so you have to remember that you're going for Mediterranean flavors. They're going to use a lot of olive oil um, for their things, so it's a little bit better than it's a better fat for you than butter. But they have um, some really interesting things on the menu I'm looking at right now. They're coca, um, Spanish flatbread with butternut squash on it. Uh, they have chickpea croquettes with cucumber tzatziki. That can't be bad, right? No, not really. Other uh, than the taste, of course. Of, but... Chickpeas have a lot of protein in yeah. them. A lot of people forget that. Hummus is very good as far as that. They even have one of my favorite things is ahi tuna tartare. And they have it as an avocado roll. Um, avocado, once again, beneficial fats. And the, you know, the two tunas, the tuna tartare, if you can do raw tuna, is lots of protein and it's light. So, you know, depending on how you want to eat. Now, they've also got um, pimentos de pedron, which are blistered green peppers and a lemon pe- garlic emulsion. Going on to their main menu, their salads are interesting. A compressed salad with manchego cheese, arugula, red apples, dates, walnuts, and a pistachio vinaigrette. That's got a lot of really good things for you. And the vinaigrette is fairly light. Stay away from the heavy beef, I would say. Braised boneless short ribs are not as, are not as calorie conscious as you <laughs> may think. But they always have a market fish. They, um, they have a lot of use of vegetable, roast chicken. Prime rib really isn't as bad as people say sometimes, depending on how it's, how it's roasted. Um, you just want to stay away from the edges. Uh, they even have a skunk bay salmon, English peas, fava beans, marble potatoes, um, black sesame tahini fennel, and pea tendrils. Lots and lots of good fresh ingredients. So definitely things to think about. I'm sure their dessert menu is lovely. I would probably avoid it. I would probably avoid it or, you know, maybe take a couple bites and split your dessert with with the table. That's always a good thing to do. Uva Bar, they're more burger and sandwich oriented. But still, you can still get some of the same types of appetizer. They have a hummus plate in the appetizers that's really, really good. It was like a trio of hummuses. I don't know if they still serve that or not, but I remember that being really tasty. They have cool things like Brussels sprouts on, on side dish. You can choose sea so- um, sweet potato fries over garlic fries. Um, Lamb burgers, maybe not so much. Lamb tends to be a fattier meat than a, a beef. I would go more for something like their hanger steak at dinner. Korean barbecue flavors, apple cabbage slaw, sesame yuzu vinaigrette. That sounds pretty well balanced. Um, Korean barbecue is a very low fat option. So something good. They also have, uh, Things like steamed mussels uh, with cherry tomatoes, chorizo, 
and things in broth. Things in broth are always pretty good. So they've got a lot of good choices. Just kind of take a peek. Stay away from the the fried. The fish and chips not a good choice. Fried and, chicken. And the beer. Good. Stay away from the beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, fingerling potatoes. How can you go wrong with a fingerling right. potato over a mash? If you see something that says French fries, go ahead and ask them if you could have the fingerling potatoes instead. It, you know, you look at the whole menu. You know, something you something you may not like is an entree. Like, say you're not a big fish person, but it comes with a side that sounds really good to you and sounds a lot healthier, like the fingerling potatoes or Brussels sprouts right. or Tuscan kale. Yeah, roasted don't, be, don't be afraid to mix and match. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're going to try and work with you as best they can. Okay. All right, so what's next? House of Blues? I think so, as a matter of fact. Um, House of Blues, now, many of you guys have House of Blueses all around you. Uh, That's a heavy menu, isn't it? It is a heavy menu. It is, if I had a choice between going to House of Blues for my southern food or going to Ralph Brennan's, I would go ahead and go to Ralph Brennan's. Uh Ralph Brennan's does have several seasonal items. So that's something to think about. Now they have two, um, they have two, um, outlets. They have their express as well as the main restaurant. The express has a tendency to be more sandwichy oriented. Are we talking about Ralph Brennan's? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're in Ralph Brennan's now. Yeah, that's like fast food stuff on the, on the express side. It is, but you know what? You can get the gumbo. Okay. Gumbo, is relatively light yeah. as far as that goes. A little bit goes. of rice, but not, yeah. A little bit of rice, but you know, if it's a you're lot of vegetables looking for and... rice versus yeah. carbs from yeah. bread or wheat, right. you know, rice carbs are what makes the world go round. And combining beans and rice is a whole protein. Right. One of my favorite things there, frankly, is the barbecue pork. Mm-hmm, okay. And, I mean, it's got coleslaw on the sandwich. If you're going for a sandwich and you want something hearty with protein, that's a pretty decent choice. Just saying. <laughs> and over in the main restaurant? In the main restaurant, they actually have a lot of great things. One of the things I love about the main restaurant, especially if you have kids with you and you want, you know, we do have to be concerned about what our kids eat. One of the great things about our friends is they have a lot of really conscious choices for the kids. Right. Like they serve the little, you know, the, sal- the celery and carrots, yeah. And then they also have like peas and carrots as another option. You know, their vegetable options right. on the sides are really good. With Ralph Brennan's... And I think it's it's grilled chicken strips, isn't it, instead of... Yes, I believe yeah. that's an option that you can yeah. get as well. Um one of the things, you know, something really surprises me. You know, we always think of pork as being, and the reason I said about the barbecue pork po' boy, we always think of pork being something that's really, really fatty. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be. You know, I went to work today and I had the, uh, I had the, the pork verde for lunch and it turned out to have the least amount of fat. Right. Of any entree in the cafeteria today. So, you know, take a look at how so, they prepare. Yeah, how, how, how it's prepared. Exactly. Gumbo. Gumbo is actually a pretty decent, um, you know, as long as you watch for how fatty it is, you know, how fatty it is. The andouille sausage usually in gumbo adds flavor and not as much fat. Right. So, you know, you've got chicken, you've got sausage, you've got rice, and it's thick, it's hearty, it's going to... If you have one big meal that you want to have hold you for the rest of the day where you can just have like a snack later and, you know, a a good healthy snack later, something like a a gumbo or a jambalaya would definitely fill that bill. I think this is a jambalaya pasta though, isn't it? Uh, no, actually. The Jazz Kitchen jambalaya is just uh, chicken, ham, and andouille. Okay, I thought it was a pasta. Seasoned rice. No, I... Actually, you're thinking of a very old Walt Disney World dish, which I love. No, it's, it, it, may, it may have been an old, <laughs> old Jazz Kitchen menu or something. Um, oh, that could be. 
And they, do they always have like a these, don't they always have a roast chicken or something too? Yeah, they have a roast chicken. They have. Uh, do they have salmon? Yes, they do have. Always have. They always seem to have a fish of the day. But a lot of times, well, but they also have like the catfish or something like yeah. that that's fried. Yeah, you don't want to do the. As much as I love catfish, catfish is a very fatty fish. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to go that choice. And they always put a fatty sauce on top too. Yum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same with their cal- with their popcorn cat. You want to avoid things like popcorn calamari, yeah. things like that. Now, one sauce. of the things which is actually pretty decent, um, a little bit on the fatty side. If you have to go with an appetizer that's going to be a big splurge, I would do their blackened chicken spring rolls. Because, you know, you've got the, they've got red beans in them, corn, onions, peppers. I mean, that's a little bit more. Um, Any good southern desserts? You know, <laughs> choices are, you know, what they're known for. That's um, foster. Yeah, the bananas foster, the beignets. Yeah, the yeah I was thinking the beignets. The well, their bread pudding and yeah, their uh, red velvet roulade. Yeah, those are yeah. pretty, uh, yeah. pretty hefty. So those are definitely yeah. split with the people on your table. Yeah. The whole, the whole table. table. Oh, the other one I really liked there was the pork tenderloin, chipotle brown sugar glazed pork tenderloin. Yum. Yeah, think about that. I mean, yeah, it's. You might not want to eat the bacon braised black eyed peas that come with it. But you could substitute out something, right? You could definitely substitute out. Lord only knows they Those have, have a vegetable uh, laying around. Well, like with the grilled medallions of beef, they have uh, bacon pecan crusted baby green beans. Yeah. You know? How crusted can you actually crust right. a green bean? They're pretty right. slippery little bugs. Yeah. Or, you know, you want to kind of avoid the bacon braised turnip greens. That would not be as good. But they do offer daffinois potatoes and and asparagus and things like that. So, you know, look at what you got. Look at what your other options are. All right, let's let's head back diagonally back over to yep. Tortilla Joe's. Tortilla Joe's. Now, they have a couple different options as well. They have the taqueria as well as the um, the sit-down restaurant. Do they do a salad or anything at the taqueria? They It's just burrito, right? Not. Yeah, yeah they um Really, the best choice there would be either the vegetarian burrito or the soft tacos. Okay. Because the soft tacos, they're small. You can have your choice of either corn or flour tortilla, and you have a choice of meat, salsa, and then they've got cheese, on onion, cilantro, and lettuce. So you could always leave off the cheese if you really want. Any, any healthy options in the in the restaurant itself? Yeah, one of the things I did want to mention. Um, I mean, Mexican is hard still. hard to eat healthy, right? Typically. Well, you can do it. Actually, you can do it better with. Um, I mean, look at their adobo chicken. Okay. Their adobo chicken. It's citrus marinated chicken with spices. Yeah. And I mean, really, adobo chicken is not bad. The pork carnitas really is not bad because right. all fat is really cooked off. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did want to mention is that for drinks, one of the things they offer is the agua fresca, which is a fruit juice water. So, you know, you've got those options too instead of your traditional sodas or whatever. Right. So in the restaurant, however, they have a lot of great stuff. One of my favorite things to get that Tortilla Joe's makes and makes well is they have seasonal ceviches. Okay. And the Tostadas Del Mar. Um, what a tostada, um, a tostada Del Mar is, is it's a seafood. Seafood, yeah. Yeah, it's a seafood tostada. So you've got your mix of fish and shrimp and all that on top of it. And the ceviche is very similar. Um, the ceviche is your fish, but it's actually cooked with your lime juice, right. with a, like a lime juice. Very fresh, high on protein, very low fat. Once again, you can get uh, things like mango, habanero mango shrimp. You can get the chicken. 
the the grilled chicken we talked about. Um, they have skirt steak, which has a tendency carne asada, which has a tendency to have a lot less fat in it as well. So. I also recommend things like um, going for tostada salads, which you can ask for them without the bowl. I mean, that's the thing that a lot of people, you know, think, depending on what part of the country you're from, a tostada either is on a flat, crisp tortilla shell or it's in a big, it's a crispy tortilla bowl. Um, and you can always ask for a tostada salad without the bowl. Right. Or without the refi- the frijoles or fritos. Right. Are there any any substitutions there for the refried beans or the rice? Uh, black beans or? You know, they actually, with their side dishes, they actually have a wide range of side dishes. Okay, cool. They have vegetarian black beans, there which usually tend to have a lot of, a lot less fat. Right. They have a cilantro green rice, so it's not as heavy as a traditional uh-huh. Mexican red rice. Right, right. And they even offer um, a mashed sweet potato sometime okay. or a sweet potato fry. I really like their their um, mashed sweet potato whenever they have that seasonally. But they do offer a lot of what they call seasonal vegetables. A couple other things I really want to point out are things like their um, their shrimp and avocado enchiladas. With, and it's basically with a salsa verde, a green sauce. Um, their pan season, their pan seared coastal fish tacos. Then those have like a chipotle lime glaze on them and, and corn and cabbage slaw. That's a big thing about fish tacos are huge in Southern California. Right, right. Um, things like their Mayan spice salmon. It's salmon, um, topped with a pineapple cilantro relish. So, once again, you've got a lot of things here. You've got citrus braised pork. So, you know, take a look at it, and, and I think that one will actually come up with a lot of things. Of course, you want to avoid the deep fried ice cream right. and the Mexican chocolate brownies <laughs> and the Mexican revolution and the trace uh, <laughs> There's no point in going. <laughs> All right. I know. The Coconut Roseland, man, man, that's my uh, thing. That's your downfall. All right, yeah. Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest Cafe has something for everyone. I yeah. believe they even have a light menu. Okay, cool. Um, or they they have light items uh-huh. noted on their menu. So I mean, that, there's yeah, that's, it's like anything you could get anything in Rainforest, right? <laughs> yep, and they'll serve it any way you want it. Now they do have they do have a tendency to be heavy on the lots of stuff, and the portions are huge. Right. So, so that's, just that's a place that, to get get every. Two people get a salad and then share an entree or something like that. Yeah, you you want to avoid things like chicken fried steak and <sighs> coconut shrimp. And, um, now the Brave New World isn't bad. Um, that's charbroiled ham pulled chicken breast and uh, and their mojo barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Now you want to get rid of the four cheese blend. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, things like that, I mean, you know, you can work with items like that. Right. Slow roasted pork ribs, shrimp. Just, just be sensible. They, they probably won't be as likely to mix and match, though, at a, that kind of restaurant, would they? You know, you'd be surprised. Okay. You'd be surprised. Yeah, um, I, I would be more careful about it, probably. Yeah. Would, yeah, you think? You know... Restaurants like Rainforest that are huge chains have a tendency to be flexible too. Okay. I mean, for instance, you got your tribal salmon. You know, not everybody may like, uh, no, okay, I take that back. That's actually a pretty decent one. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Tuscan chicken. It has red skin garlic mashed potatoes and Napa vegetables on the side. No, you can probably say no, no, no mashed potatoes, potatoes there. The vegetables or something. Yeah. yeah, double the vegetables. I mean, most places are really good yeah. about, say, doubling the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, once again, any salad, ask for it on the side. Do not get the yeah. chocolate Diablo cake. <laughs> you know, the sparkling volcano, those looks, things are huge. It looks fun, but... Order it for another table. 
Yeah, sparkling volcanoes are one of those things like birthday cakes. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll embarrass you all throughout the entire restaurant with it. So keep that in mind, too. So maybe dessert isn't worth all that. Yeah. (laughs) So let's move on to ESPN. Ditto Rainforest Cafe. I mean, don't they have a huge menu, too? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, ESPN, that's an awful lot of ook in that menu. (laughs) I mean, I would say tostadas, the mahi tostadas might be their best starter. Okay. I mean, their starter's pretty full of things with lots of fat. Queso chips, chicken tenders, spinach artichoke dip, which is enough to add three people's hips. Yeah. Um, Their salads look pretty decent, though. Um, I would avoid things with... You know, their Caesars because Caesar dressing is really thick. But like their Southwest chicken salad sounds really, really good. Um, There's usually lots of vegetables in a Southwest salad with the corn and yep, beans exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Although, interestingly enough, that one has, their twist on it is bow tie pasta in it. Weird. Yeah, I know. That doesn't sound really. Actually, the chicken tender salad. You know, that's a big discussion. Since they serve grilled chicken in their chicken Caesar salad, why not get Substitute. the tender salad and yeah. ask for grilled chicken instead? Yep. Their barbecue breasted chicken sounds awesome, although it's piled with mashed potatoes with everything and their goat on top of it. So I would see if you could ditch the mashed potatoes and just add the house salad. But yeah, same thing, just be sensible. Lord only knows we've talked about enough of these restaurants right. now that you kind of get where we're going with yeah. it. So be smart. Look at it. Decide. If you feel any possible guilt if you eat that, maybe that's not a good choice. <laughs> but or if you, you split. I mean, a yeah. lot of the one of the things I found with a lot of the restaurants at Disney and in downtown Disney, too, is they will do splits. Sometimes they might charge a couple bucks extra, you know, for doing a split entree. But you know what? You get what you want in a smaller portion that way. And you can save, you know, your your big calories for something else. You know, fun the park like a Mickey bar. Or or AMC Theater Popcorn. <laughs> oh, now that now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. All right, Earl of, Sandwich, Earl of Sandwich. Let's leave it at Earl of Sandwich. You know, Earl of Sandwich has a lot of great choices on the menu. Uh, you can certainly get dressings or no dressings. You can certainly pick just about any kind of sandwich combination you want. Uh, do they have a Do they have a healthy bread or a wheat bread? Uh, yeah, I believe they do. Okay. Uh, I think that they have a variety of sandwich items. It's been a long... Oh, God. It's been a long time (laughs) since I've been there. (laughs) I hate to admit that to a crowd like Dizzers, who worship the Earl. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I believe they have... It it depends on the sandwich, what kind of bread they have with the Ditch the cheese. Ditch the cheese. uh, Be careful about the mayos, aiolis, that kind of thing. Um, do you have a favorite? Do you guys have a favorite Earl sandwich that you think is a healthy, a good healthy choice for you? I've only eaten there once, I think, once here and once in Florida, so I'm not a good judge of. I get the same thing all the time, and it's not healthy. <laughs> it's it's, it's the roast the beef and cheddar cheese. Oh, one. see, my husband really likes the one turkey one, and then there's a um, an Asian or a Thai sandwich, I think. Am I wrong? Am I having a moment? It could be. You know, one thing about the Earl of Sandwich is that they also offer the wrap option. Okay. Red option. So you've got a tortilla instead of your hot sandwich. That's got to be better for you, A little bit, yeah. Huh. Sometimes wraps have a tendency, though, to get more um, like mayo or something, uh, more of a binder in them. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of have to be careful and yeah. look to see what the dressing is. Yeah. They do offer a whole line of salads. There you go. And they do offer some really pretty decent soups. So um, they have a whole soup schedule. So, you know, check their website. 
Yeah, a few of them, in, or a lot of them are cream-based. Depending on how they prepare their butternut squash soup, that can actually be not cream-based because it, butternut squash soup on its own is really thick, and it's a really good-for-you soup if it's not right. added on. Same with the tomato. Tomato soup is great for you as long as they don't put a lot of stuff in it. Black bean, too. So check it out. They even serve a turkey chili and chicken tortilla soup. So those are really good options, really health, more health-conscious options, right. too. So I would say, you know, definitely look and see what they're offering. Avoid the holiday sandwich right now. They do offer breakfast, but their breakfast is sandwich-heavy. So, you know, try and stick with things that have a little bit of veggie on them as well, like, oh, say, the Earl's Club. Right. Might be sandwich sauce in the Swiss. <laughs> and the bacon <laughs> and the yeah. really good. Yeah, I know. Um, and what was that what was that one? Oh, the Hawaiian barbecue sandwich. I really like that one. Just to, just have them leave off the Swiss and you've got a really decent sandwich there. So I'm hungry again. I know, me too now. Yeah, I was oh, thinking the, the same jerk. thing. That was the one I was looking at, was the Caribbean jerk. Okay. That is a really good sandwich, and it doesn't have cheese on it. Oh, there so you go. If you're, if you're lactose intolerant and you're looking for a sandwich, that would be one for you. It is a little bit spicy, so keep that in mind. Anyway, awesome. Earl's Sandwich pretty much wraps up that end, and uh, I guess next time we'll talk about um, the hotels. Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna Maybe try to we were gonna try to squeeze it in, but there was so much to cover in downtown Disney that we just oh my just, gosh, yeah, and and maybe we'll even try to find something healthy to eat at Trader Sam's Ooh. to justify justify the booze. <laughs> okay, that, so, that's where I'm having dinner tomorrow. Okay, good. All right. If you guys have any questions, or if you guys have any, especially any tips for the listeners, mm-hmm. I want to include tips for the listeners on that one since you know we won't have quite as many restaurants to talk about. So please send them to us at um, either nancy at wdwinfo.com or dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com, and we'd love to hear from you and see what your favorite picks are. Excellent. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Michael. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is much more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.